Hello and welcome to another edition of Interview with DJ Nocturna. Always a pleasure to have an, uh, my guest who has been on the show before when I was doing a podcast back in 2020. I've got uh, Daniel Darrell, who is the one of the founders of the Art Rock Collective called the Pull of Autumn. And the last time we spoke, Daniel, it was in um, 2020. It was in, I think it was in December of yes. It was 2020. It was kind of in the middle of the pandemic. and Yeah, I remember that. Lockdown for quite a while. Yeah, um, yeah. You were telling me about the lockdown and it was it was horrible. And at the time it was just like, and it was, I think we talked, we were talking about your third album, Small Colors at the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was, a, um, I, uh, I felt was a, 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 a Small Colors was a small step forward. Uh, and I didn't even realize I there was going to be a fourth album. I was, you know, continuously recording new material, and eventually it just it, it came to my mind. I think there's enough great stuff here to do a fourth album. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A broken world is the result of that. You know, we uh, I had a lot of friends join me on this, and it was just really beyond everything. It was just a lot of fun to connect with friends again and stuff. Uh, and yeah. I'm. I, Got to meet a lot of new people too, and uh, really yeah. a just great, great experience of sharing with friends. Okay, so let's start off. You know, um, before you know, for those people that probably didn't, that might have not heard the podcast. So let's start off. I know your band is called the Pull of Autumn. So tell us about how that, how you started that band, and are you the? I know there's another founder. Right? Yes, there's another yeah. founder. His name is um, Luke Sky Luke Skyscraper. Luke James, yeah. He was, he's still, he's been on all four albums and he's a, a great friend and a great uh, contributor. Uh, he's also got his own band, uh, a band called This Twisted Wreckage. And they're kind of a gothic uh, post-punk band. But uh, he's a great person and a great friend. He's been involved on every album. Uh, on this album in particular, I tried to really uh, reach out to a lot of different artists. I I was trying to just continue with the the variety of sound, and on this new album, uh, you know, even down to the production and the the uh, order the songs appear, I feel like I really uh, found a good sound, and I really uh, put a lot of effort into the production of the music. I mean, so I, is this, it just is it just you two in in the in in the band? Just you? Oh no, no, no! It's a, it's really a collective where okay. Uh, I collect stems or files um, from other artists, and okay. uh, you know. And then how, I. How did you start the band? How did you start the Pull of Autumn? How did that uh, all begin? Yeah, well, twenty twenty fifteen, uh, my wife had passed away. We had had played in a, another band in the nineties called uh, Joanna's House of Glamour, mm -hmm. and uh, we performed in Europe. We uh, were on a label, a small label, out of. Uh, Baker, Louisiana, called Salemore Records. And it was kind of like in the same vein as uh, 4AD. It was kind of like the American kind of version of 4AD, kind of like Project Records. There was... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. They were all kind of a network of one sound, which is kind of the dream pop sound that was kind of started by like A.R. Kane and bands like that. And uh, we, uh, you know, toured Europe, we... Uh, had a nice run and my wife who passed her name was Laura. Um, she, you know, she was my musical partner. And after she passed, you know, after this long grieving process, I realized, you know, 
as a guitarist, I could probably go out and do some other projects, but something just said, you know, you've got to try to change it up a little bit. So ultimately I sold pretty much all my guitars, bought studio equipment and synthesizers and uh, started working on music, uh, you know, electronic, basically at first it was electronic music, but since it's branched out into every form of music and it's just been a really exciting you know, it was, it was a change and it was a good way to help get me out of the grieving period of the loss of my wife. I mean, um, just getting into the studio and recording and just, you know, it was like a really uh, soothing experience for me. And that's how it kind of started. It was just me. Mm. Yes, the- I know you got four albums now. I know the first one was called The Pull of Autumn, the self-titled album and back in 2018, right? Is that yes. when you started that? Okay. And then Afterglow. 2019 yeah. and uh in our podcast interview we did like in 2020 we were talking about small colors and now you have a new album out it's called beautiful broken world which which consists of 15 songs you released this back in uh last last month december 9 to be exact on yeah. rsm records yep and um and i know you got a bunch of great collaboration in this album i wanted to talk a little bit about some of them, and I know one of them is, of course, the legendary producer Adrian Sherwood, who's who did a remix of of the song "Outlaw Empire." Yes, uh, here I can tell you how that came about. Um, yeah, a Scott Crow uh, runs a label called Emergency Hearts out of uh, Austin, yeah. and uh, he had released all the uh, Salem War Records, you know, the label I was speaking about, out of Louisiana. They are called the Dr. Death Series. And there was like four volumes with all different uh, art rock and uh, kind of gothic bands. And he reached out to us. And uh, wow. he ended last year reissuing all the Joanna's House of Glamour albums on Emergency Hearts. And uh, I noticed when I was looking through his catalog, he had Mark Stewart in, on there. And Adrian Sherwood. So I reached out to Scott Crow and I said, boy, it would be like a dream come true if uh, I could somehow collaborate with Mark Stewart. And to my surprise, a half hour later, uh, Scott Crow wrote me back and he says, Mark's all for it. And uh, they sent me the stems to the song. And it, and that's how that happened. It was just a meeting, you know, like minded people. It's just a Adrian Sherwood and Mark Stewart's way of thinking musically isn't that far removed from mine. They're into, they're into, you know, Mm. remixing, doing different tracks, uh, working with different people. So uh, the emergency, emergency hearts record uh, label has a really uh, diverse and open way of thinking about their music. And uh, I was very happy that they allowed or, you know, gave me the opportunity to work with Adrian Sherwood and Mark Stewart. Uh, You know, it's just so great when you it kind of reminds me of the old rough trade label. It's just like a real community of artists that want and produce music together. So that's how that came about. It was really, really a an honor for me to work with both those guys really respect yeah, both. That's amazing. And that, that song is that track is called the outlaw empire. Is that now you got yeah. 15 tracks here, right? Is there any other, um, is there any other particular song that you want us to look out for? Uh, well, there's one called moonbeams moonbeams, okay. uh, which is a cover of a, a band called the family band. And on that song, I kind of reached out to some local t- 
guys, local musicians. Uh, this guy named Paul Everett and another guy, uh, Craig Jordan, out of Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, they have a band called the uh, Jordan Everett Associates. And uh, they, that track was just so open. When they gave me the track, The Stems, there was so much open space in there uh, for improvisation, uh, for sound design. So the song Moonbeams is one of my particular uh, favorites off the album, to be honest with you. I really like that song. You know, there's a particular one. It's, uh, it's called Live Today. And uh, that, you've, that's, that one has, you collaborated with Japanese dream pop artist Once Grace Forever. Yes. Yeah, t- tell us about that. That's an interesting one as well. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I, I heard some of their music just by, uh, I found them on Facebook and I started uh, talking, you know, listening to their music. So I approached them about the possibility of, uh, you know, working together on a tune, a collaboration. And uh, they were very open to it. They're much younger musicians. And, and and that's really important to me, too, because I like the diversity beyond the nationality down to age. I mean, I think music should be ageless. And they're a very young uh, shoegaze band. And uh, they they were kind enough to send me the stems and say, you know, go do what you want with the song. So I ended up removing the original drum track. Uh, and I, I added a different drum track. And I added synthesis and some sound design to the song. And uh, that was another one I really enjoyed doing. You know, and working with younger artists, uh, really, really great for me. Yeah, there's 15 tracks in here. If people want to find the album, they can find it. Um, what's a, what's a good um, how can they find the album? And uh, well, uh, if you want to purchase CD, just go to Bandcamp. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's, it's it's available just about everywhere. Spotify, uh, iTunes. Uh, it, it'll be uh, available everywhere if you just want to digitally download it. Um, but me personally, I've always been. A lover of vinyl and CDs, so you know I still prefer the older, uh, you know, way of hearing music. Even though I know digital is a much necessary thing uh, as far as getting your music out there. Dig- I mean, that's the way to do it digitally. So, but they can get it uh, at Bandcamp.com, Spotify, uh, iTunes. It's just about available everywhere. You know, I I noticed too the album artwork is is really uh, has a lot of. Um, um, you know, graphic uh, pictures of of uh, butterflies. Is there uh, some, is there a theme there? Well, for me personally, there's a theme. Uh, the art, the small colors, and this the beautiful broken world is is the same artist. Uh, she uh-huh. was in a was on A and M Records called Scarce. Uh, they were out of Boston, and uh, she's did both co- covers and. Uh, the second painting really to me is a homage, a homage to uh Talk Talk's uh wow. the color ring album. Because that if you remember that album cover, it's all the butterflies. Mm-hmm. And the girl who looks very mystical to me, and just the butterflies caught me and it, it, it just to me it's kind of a tribute to Mark Hollis for me personally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Because I, he's one of my heroes and uh I, you know, I've even said there's a nod to uh, Talk Talk's uh, Color of Spring with that album cover. 
Yeah, I, I noticed that. It's really pretty. Um, I, I love the album cover. You know, just the album cover got my attention because the butterfly is symbolic of transformation and new beginnings and things like that, you know? So, yeah, you know, and I, I think the theme of the album overall is that. I mean, it's called Beautiful Broken World. And I think it speaks to uh, just what we've basically been through. I mean, in the last few years, it's just been so much with the pandemic and, you know, children unable to, get their education and play with their friends. I mean, uh, it's been a very tough time and I'm, I'm just hoping that the album, the album uh, somehow, you know, just reaches people in some sense of beauty or memory or anything like that. I mean, if one or two people hear it and somebody finds something they like in a song that will make me, you know, I'll be very happy and, and pleased for that reason. And and of course, this album is is released uh, via RBM Records, right? Yes. Beautiful Broken uh, World. Yeah. Label, uh, for my friend Bruce McLeod, uh, he was in Joanna's House of Glamour, and uh, you know, after Rough Trade, and we were on Cargo Records for a while. We you know we hopped around a few labels. Uh, we had one short uh, stint with a label in uh, New York City called Instinct Records. And they kind of tried to remix our, our sound. They kind of uh, took control of our masters and redid the sound. And I wasn't happy with that. So uh, I said, no, I can't do that because it's not true to my, my vision as an artist. So uh, Bruce just decided, like, listen, I'm going to start my own label. We'll, we'll just get it out there. And in a sense, and it's been great. I mean, it's a lot of freedom in that. I, I'm sure it's more work mm -hmm. to have to self-release something on a small label but uh i don't know there's more freedom and you know the the integrity of the music won't be uh challenged you know as an artist uh the, I, I, the integrity of the art is everything to me yeah so are you the primary songwriter for the you know i know you have 15 tracks in here um uh, do you guys share the we all share some of the tracks are, are written by the other people but the thing is, I, by the time I get these stems and reimagine the songs, a lot of times they're not even the same songs. So there's several songs, like the opening track is Just Me Alone. That's a classical introduction. Beautiful Broken yeah. World? Yes. The, yeah, the opening track. That's just an uh, introduction where I'm trying to speak to... Uh, what's coming after that song mm. with you know just a mixture of different sounds uh you know there's uh, more folk I, i'd say on this album there's more folk type music uh, a lot more but lyrically and musically this album uh, touched me more than anything i've done so far i mean oh, well, yeah felt uh very moved by some of the contributors uh songs mm. And, uh, you know, I always have all three, all four albums together. But but this one in particular, really, uh, I found there's a lot of emotion. And I think it speaks to the times we've been through, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a great album. And, you know, you, uh, I mean, uh, congratulations, you know. I mean, you've got some really good um, collaborations there. Yeah. And uh, um, do, do you have any... Um, any upcoming um, that, that we should know about? Uh, anything? Well, 
Well, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of classical music, and I've, I've been working on some classical music. Uh, you know, my, uh, one of my goals is to, to get a string quartet in here and, you know, compose my first string quartet. You know, I have a, a real love for classical music. And uh, as far as a pull of autumn, yeah, I, I'm already planning a, a possible uh, instrumental album. With, oh, okay. you know, oh, that's nice. Yeah, just for a change of pace and may, maybe even a more rhythmically oriented album, you know, uh, sinking deeper into like the realms of jazz music and uh, more rhythm oriented uh, music, maybe. You know, we've I've already got several tracks completed. You know, I, you know, I, music's my life, so I'm constantly recording. And at this point, after this fourth album, the amount of uh, stems that people have sent me is just unbelievable. I mean, there's so many people who, you know, have an interest in collaborating now. It's grown with each album, the amount of people that contact me, you know, PM me, and they want to uh, possibly work together or, uh, you know, share music together. So, you know, I feel like the thing I love about the Pull of Autumn is it's like kind of like a universal band where people just have universal voice yeah. where I think like-minded musicians get together and basically have the same intent, which is nothing more than to, to, cre to create beauty. Uh, you know, I don't think that anybody in the, in the Pull of Autumn uh, reaches any or has any other goal than creating beauty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a, that's beautiful how you said that. Yeah, wow. thanks. That, that's that's how I feel about you know the band and the artists. I mean, I've I've gained some really great friendships through this, and uh, you know, after the the pandemic and stuff, it was just really nice to have people people reach out and have an interest in playing music together. Uh, it, you know, it's just a a really fun project. Yeah, and, and like like I said, if people want to, um, you know, check out your music, is the Pull of Autumn uh, on Bandcamp. Just look for the Pull of Autumn, or RBM Records as well is in there, right? And then you're also yeah. on Twitter and uh, yes, uh, Facebook, and um, you have a YouTube. Yeah, channel. we have. Yeah, we have everything. We have Twitter, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, the the whole thing. Uh, you can uh, purchase all four albums. Will be available. They're all available on Bandcamp. And, uh, you know, I love all of them. And I feel a real growth with each one. It's funny because as an artist, you always look back on what you've done in retrospect. And each one to me has gotten close, closer to the goal I was trying to achieve with the music in the first place, which is a group of artists who love music and want to create together for the one goal creating music you know it's like no egos you know and it's funny like these guys the phil parfait all those guys are just beautiful beautiful people they're just the, the finest people you'd ever want to meet oh yeah yeah well i could certainly uh, i i yeah i totally agree with that well you know yeah. uh, you know of course big shout out to to shauna and shameless promotion pr um yeah and if, and if you're watching out there, you know, on my YouTube channel, please like, subscribe, and share. And uh, thank you for, uh, thank you, Daniel, for being on the show again. And uh, I'm looking forward to your new album when it comes out. And you, you be, you constantly be writing. But this one, if people want to, never, never stop. Keeps me young. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
So Beautiful Broken World is out now. It's an LPL December 9th on RBM Records. You can find it also in uh, Bandcamp. The Pull of Autumn. All right. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, yeah, thank me, you. Um, 